Well, welcome everyone to our next installment of Tearsheet Live. We're doing these weekly on Wednesdays at 12 noon. Um, we're experimenting here. Um, you know, we've, we've got about a million subscribers to our, our podcast. We've been doing this for, for 10 years. Um, we're trying to mix it up and see if the, if the live version works as well. Um, what works really well is having really good guests like Hunter Somerville, who's joining <laughs> us. He's the creative director of Innovation Refunds. I'll let you, Hunter, describe what you do. Um, but this is... Um, Occasionally, we, we, we dig into to marketing and campaigns and how, how financial services companies or fintech companies are um, finding a new way to create leads, finding a new way to build brand. Um, and if we bring in a creative person or a marketing person, we could kind of peer behind the curtain, see how the sausage is made to mix metaphors and really get an understanding of what it is that, that, that motivates these companies. So Hunter, welcome, welcome to our session today. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, our pleasure. Where are you uh, calling in from? I'm in LA. Heard of that place. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so let's start. Um, let's talk a little bit about innovation refunds and 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 use that as a way to uh, launch into our conversation. Yeah, sure. So the company it's been around for a few years, and the mission is really to be a champion of small businesses. Uh, we feel like they're the the backbone of the American economy, and, and sometimes kind of overlooked and underappreciated. So you know, the most powerful thing a small business can have or medium sized business or any business for that matter is, is capital. Mm. So uh, however we can, we try to make that happen. And currently we're really focused on the ERC employee retention credit, which was part of the CARES Act. Um, I think people are very familiar with uh, PPP loans. Uh, ERC was a part of that same, uh, the CARES Act as the PPP loans. And so we're, we're doing, I think, a pretty darn good job at, at helping more and more small businesses be aware of the ERC and take advantage of it if they are eligible. Um, if we could just pull in that thread a little bit, can you tell us a little bit more about what ERC is and, and I guess what the challenge is in terms of being able mm -hmm. to get those funds? Yeah. So basically it's all rewarding any small medium business who kept their employees uh, on payroll during mm -hmm. 2020, 2021, certain periods of that. Um, and uh, it's a, it's a pretty large stimulus for a lot of businesses. And, and you look at what's going on post-COVID inflation um, or just the general difficulties of having a small medium business, uh, it's it's not easy. So it's just a pretty important and maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity in terms of the size of, of these credits. Um, yeah, it, it's, we're really, I think we're doing a great job at, at connecting those two dots. And the reason it's complicated is because there's, you know, payroll obviously is an intimidating thing for a lot of people. That's why it's outsourced by so many businesses. Then there's profit and loss statements. There's limited commerce uh, clauses within this thing too. So there's there's a lot of paperwork, a lot of things that uh, can be intimidating for somebody who doesn't necessarily do this for a living. And that's, that's why I think we're doing so well. We're providing a pretty important service and making it feel a lot easier than, than it is. I mean, these are entrepreneurs, right? Most SMBs, so the guy's wearing 12 hats to begin with, right? So this is something I mean, else. Yeah. The they, they're the busiest people in the world. So that's that's a big, big part of what we do is saving them time. Maybe you can give us a little feel um, for for who your clients are, um, personify them. What, what do they look like? How old are they? What are some of their challenges personally? Yeah, it's, I'd say, I mean, it represents America pretty well. It's mm -hmm. all, anybody who owns a small business, it's, it, you know, we have, Clients who are certainly towards the end of their careers, 70s, uh, maybe even some 80-year-olds, uh, all the way down to the 20s. It runs the gamut of every shade and culture in America. Um, obviously, I think 
the generally speaking, small businesses are owned. The ones that qualify for this tend to be a little bit more mature. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, had to be exist had to exist before 2020 um, or before 2021 and, in some cases. So it had to be alive today, which is a feat. That's true. Yep, yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a big audience. There's you know millions of these businesses that potentially qualify. So it's yeah, it's it's everybody. So I really want to drill in with you, Hunter, uh, on this campaign that you're running. Um, mm-hmm. Ty Burrell, eight-time mm-hmm. Emmy Award winner. Uh, you've teamed up with him. Let's talk a little bit about sort of the Genesis story. Like, what were you thinking mm-hmm. when you launched a campaign with him? Why go after a celebrity in this sense? Like, what yeah. were you trying to accomplish as, as creative director? That's a great question. Um, so at that point, I think we had, I had came in and done a bit of a rebrand, I think, with something like this, which is very complicated. Uh, I always say we're asking people to to show us their taxes, and that's the most intimate thing that you can right. ever ask anybody. Um, so there's a lot of trust. Like anybody who who goes through this process, you really need to trust the people that you're working with. And so we had built, I think, a good base of of looking and feeling and sounding. Uh, everything about the brand felt very trustworthy. I think. And the next step was, I, I keep saying, going a little bit more mainstream. How do we get mm-hmm. more people to to see, um, because they're, I think we're probably the best branded of, of what we do in, uh, in terms of companies. And how do we bring that to a, a wider audience? And uh, in my opinion, I think it only would have made sense if we're going to use a celebrity and it wasn't uh, the, the initial goal. It wasn't, let's get a celebrity. It was, we need to find the right person. Mm-hmm. And the reason we lined, uh, lined up with Ty Burrell so well is because he owns four small businesses in Utah. He moved mm, out there after my family. Mm-hmm. And he's super passionate about small businesses. And So he like identifies as an SMB owner? hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's super passionate. He had his own um, a relief fund, I believe, for uh, Utah-based um, restaurants and bars during COVID. So he's already doing things that made sense for what we're doing. And, and when we approached him, uh, he hadn't, for one of his bars, hadn't applied yet. So we took him through the process. He's a real customer and it made just perfect sense. And, and that's all like the behind the scenes uh, as you mix metaphors behind the curtains to see how the sausage is made. But it's, uh, it had to be true. Everything we do has to be real with real customers um, authentic, something, again, building that trust, knowing that, um, I think, you know, in this case, obviously Ty Burrell, we wanted him also for his comedy chops and his, his brilliance, his incredible performance and his, his willingness to, to, to play ball with us. Um, it's, I think it just opens up the gates to a bit more of a mainstream and less of a niche, um, messaging and audience, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Totally. And, and, Ty, at least the character of Modern Family, you know, he's, he's so relatable. Um, he's, you know, he's everybody's dad in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess so, so. Once once you targeted him, and I, I love the authenticity about you know taking him through as a customer and being able to talk about that experience. What does it take a company like Innovation Refunds to be able to 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 work with with a celebrity um, mm-hmm. of his stature? Yeah, I mean, we're fairly new and, and not super well known, and uh, it certainly took a bit of talking and negotiating with Ty's team and Ty, mm-hmm. but knowing that we, we all had the same philosophy. We're all trying to help small, medium-sized businesses. This is the, you know, arguably the most important um, sector of business in America to, to him, to us. So um, 
you know, it was, it was obviously if, I don't know if anybody here has done any negotiating with celebrities for uh, advertising contracts, it's, it's a complicated process and you have to follow very specific rules, what they will and won't do where the media can and cannot go. But we created a, a full suite of, of ads from uh, what I call video content. We've got audio content. There's, you know, digital ads, banner ads, social posts. Uh, and then a lot of that supports some of the other stuff that, um, that we were doing already, like direct mail and uh, just harder working, lower funnel stuff as well. So it's, um, yeah, I think the, the key to all of it, though, is that your celebrity talent needs to be fully on board and not just cashing a paycheck. I think a lot of people here may have done that before. I think you see a lot of it in social where mm-hmm. you pair with a celebrity, they'll post your thing for a big chunk of money, and then the next day they move on they're posting for somebody else. So you're losing a lot of equity for us. It was really important that it's a long-term investment, that it's, it's a multimedia thing and that Ty actually believes in it. So mm-hmm. without that, again, I think that strays from our, you know, our reality, our testimonial um, strategy that we've been taking lately. I appreciate that. We, we did have somebody uh, sitting on the show, um, a neobank that works with Mr. Beast um, said very similar things to what you said, Hunter, about the mm-hmm. authenticity and about it having to be more than just a spokesperson, like really believing in mission. And in that case, I think there was an equity investment as well. Well, so so you have these assets. What 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 channels are you using to talk about um, and and to bring Tyberell closer to SMB owners? I mean, anywhere anywhere that we can get it out there, to be honest, and and reach our 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 target. Uh, we're on uh, broadcast TV, streaming. Uh, digital ads, pre-roll, um, social, paid and organic, uh, everything. It's, you know, it, when I started in this business, they always talked about a 360 campaign and all that really meant was TV, radio, print, and at that point, maybe a digital ad. Now it's, you know, 6,000 degrees. This it's There's so many ways to reach people now, and uh, we're doing the best we can at every single way. When did you launch the campaign? Uh, not too long ago, just a f- three weeks ago, two weeks ah, ago. So it's so very early. So, and, and, and we also have, we have a lot of pieces that we're going to be, we're not trying to burn them all uh, mm-hmm. out too quickly. So it should be several months worth of okay. stuff. Playing a long game. Hunter, is yeah. this something you've done in, in a previous role? Worked with a celebrity on this type of um, yeah. multifaceted campaign? Yeah, I did uh, in a previous lifetime. I had, let's see, what's I guess the, the biggest celebrities, Tech, I mean, they're not even people, but it was the Muppets. Um, I got to do a campaign. I was working uh-huh. for Toyota at that point. Uh, we had a big Super Bowl campaign. And and somehow, that wasn't even on my my list of, of dreams because I didn't <laughs> think it was possible. But I was out there with a camera directing Kermit, interviewing him, and, and uh, it's very surreal. And that was, that was really cool. Uh, Terry Crews was also a part of that. Mm-hmm. Did a couple ads with Kaylee Cuoco, who's on... Um, flight attendant and big bang theory. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm, uh, I don't know if you can tell from my accent, if it's come out yet, but I'm from Toronto. So our budgets there don't usually allow you to work with A-list talents. But mm-hmm. coming down to the States was like, it was pretty cool that you get to bring on proper talent and, and watch how much better they are at what they do than uh, no disrespect to working commercial actors, but, there's a reason why the A-list actors are A-list actors. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that what's even better is having an A-list actor like Ty, who 
full heartedly believes in the thing that you believe as a company, it would just made the process really easy. And, and he also, I think, upped his level, I'm sorry, up the level of the scripts and everything, because he has some writers that he's developing projects with that he brought in to help mm-hmm. write the scripts and punch them up and, and uh, it just makes a world of difference. It's, it's actually great. I'm, I'm really proud of this work and constantly surprised that we actually got to make it. I know it's early, Hunter, but has, mm-hmm. what has some of the feedback been um, from some of these live in market? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty great so far. I think it, just looking at some of the early data, we've got a, a pretty good spike in leads coming off of some of the TV. We've had some high profile media placements like at the MLB All Star Game, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it seems to be working pretty well uh, in the stuff that ties best at, namely video content. And we've got some radio and podcast ads coming hopefully in the next week or two. We'll see how that helps. But uh, yeah, overall, it's been great. It, it's Again, if you if you do it right, you have the right strategy, right people in line, everybody believes. It's hard to to not see some really positive results quickly. Is this a strategy you would recommend to other um, companies in a similar stage to yours mm-hmm. um, in our field of fintech? Um, you know, it sounds like it, this took a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, a lot of execution, yeah. right? Like, yeah. How, mm. how would you? How would you? Council yeah, other, other okay. here's, here's what I was thinking. Um, I was talking about, are you aware of liquid death, um, mm-hmm. the bottled water? So I was, yep. it's a very unexpected comparison to what we do, but I think the similarity with a brand like that, where there's parity amongst all competitors, so bottled water, you you can't really Commodity. sell. Yeah. Right. And in the financial world, banking especially, but uh, also loans, et cetera it's so highly regulated, pretty much everybody offers about the same amount of thing. And so all you can really do is you can either just like shoot it out there and hope that you're, you're doing well, or you can create a brand that stands for something that people connect with. And I think that in my opinion is the advice I would give because is find your, create yourself, uh, create yourself in a unique way. If, if you're not saying, if everybody's saying the same thing, the only reason somebody's going to choose you is because they already like you better. So um, for us, I think, aside from, in my opinion, being the best of what we do, that's why the Tiberell things work because it, it fits with our brand. It strengthens who we already were and brings us to a whole new level. Um, it's, I don't think it's groundbreaking strategic thought or anything, but it, right. it that's, I highly, highly, that's the only way I think to do it. If you want to do it amongst the parody category. As you're saying that, I'm thinking also like it, it humanizes a very technical product, right? Like, yeah. like you said, you've got to bring in somebody's data. They got to show you their taxes. Um, it's, yeah. it's intimate from that perspective, but it's also very it's highly technical and, and overwhelming for certain people. All of a sudden you're putting like a kind, gentle face on that too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I had forgotten this point, but the other great thing about Ty is he's that, like he's nice, he's kind, he feels like, you know, a heart the heart of America kind of thing. And a lot of our, what, uh, what we do well is, is in service. We have a, a huge number of people, mostly in Des Moines. Iowans are some of the kindest people we've got. And I think that lines up really, really well with who Ty is though. He's uh, from Oregon now living in, in Utah. Um, it's a, uh, there's a connection there. People, are going to, you know, you're not going to deal with Ty on the phone, but you're going to deal with people who feel just as kind as Ty. And 
that's another great reason that uh, we're staying on brand and promoting the a truth of who we are. Um, are you uh, of this sort of? You, you mentioned a uh, you know a lift having gone live with, the, with this. Um, mm-hmm. Is there is there brand recognition? Is there recognition of Thai as you're hearing people call it, call, no, they're not, I don't think they're calling in, but they're writing in or, or submitting. Um, what's the feedback loop look like? But you, first of all, you'd, you'd be surprised how many people just call. Oh, uh, okay. A lot of small medium business owners aren't necessarily the most tech savvy. So we, an we do have, the phone. yeah. Yeah. And you also, you know, this is again, a, a large and important and, um, complicated thing and a lot of people want their hand held through the process and want to know that mm-hmm. they're dealing with humans um and nice kind humans as well um yeah sorry can you repeat the, the second part of that question as you're speaking to people um who oh, probably have seen this campaign yeah, yeah. Are, is there some recognition there is, is are you absolutely. feeling like the direct impact from that yeah absolutely yeah we've we've done that we have a few other partnerships with uh john taffer is one uh he had uh, I believe Bar Rescue is the name of the show. Uh, but he's got a huge connection with a lot of small, medium business owners, especially in the restaurant side. And yeah, we're, we've seen people call out by name when they either email us, call us, fill in their forms. Yes, it's it's definitely effective. Yeah, and I just want to go back to something you said about um, that intimacy and the requirement to get to get people comfortable. Like one thing we talk about all the time, it's like in financial services, like mm-hmm. trust is what sells at the end of the day. hundred like, percent. And you can't get people to do, to show you their data um, if they don't trust you. And so this must obviously add to the brand that you're already trying to build. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to work in the UK for a while and uh, it seemed like, or at least the the rule was you, you would get a Scottish person to speak to be the voiceover of your bank because people associated right. that with trustworthiness and yeah. uh, penny pinching in terms of money. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just an American thing yet. Yeah, trust is, especially when it comes to finance, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then you're not going to win. Have you found given your, you know, your experience in the field, was there anything surprising about this particular campaign that you wouldn't have expected from the beginning? It's an interesting question. Um, you know, I guess what I was most surprised about is how game Ty was and his team was to be on set, how open they were to the best idea wins. Or if, you know, if I pitched a, a joke while they were shooting and we thought that was funny, they're like, yep, we're going with that one. And, uh, you know, it, it's really not that I had bad experiences with anybody else that I worked for, but uh, in terms of celebrities, but it's super refreshing when somebody is that open, that kind, and that willing to uh, collaborate on a level that feels natural and not like they're just here to cash a check. They're actually really uh, investing their heart into the whole project. That's awesome to hear. It sounds like um, it wasn't a battle of egos. Um, no, no, it was amazing. Even our director, uh, his name is Matt Piedmont, used to write on Saturday Night Live and has done some Will Ferrell films. He... It was the same same way. Nobody brought ego. Everybody was just excited to to make something. And and, and to be honest, you know, there's not a ton of of really fun and funny um, ads that are being shot these days. Everybody's a little bit more tactical. So for everybody getting to kind of do this stuff and now getting to see it on you know network TV, 
which I know is not necessarily the biggest medium or it is not, it's not as big as it used to be, but it's still super important, super influential. And, and we're seeing the success of that. Man, it's so powerful if you get it right. I mean, I know, um, we do marketing awards at Tearsheet um, for financial mm. companies like yourselves. And it's like last year, one of the winners was a life insurance company and, and they shot a, a, a clip where like the insurance was so good. Everybody was trying to kill the dad of the family, right? Like he came <laughs> home and he was like dodging bullets and arrows. And um, yeah. so it's memorable. Yeah, it's in the, yeah, in the there's so much non-memorable world. stuff out there. Sorry to talk over you there. Yeah, absolutely. No there's, um, especially insurance, you see a ton of humor being used. Even some of the brands that didn't used to be all that humorous or were trying but not doing very well in my head, Liberty comes to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, but Geico has been doing humor for a long time and yeah, <clears throat> Allstate yeah, as well. Yeah. Everybody does it. I think it goes back to that. Uh, or Capital One, obviously, they have a, a rotating roster of A-list celebrities doing comedic stuff. The reason is because, one, it's, it's likable. Uh, two, it's if you can't, beat anybody with your product or if it's too close and and, and basically on par with everybody else we're is. talking about before yeah yeah exactly that's that's why everybody does it and when i first started the cliche was funny makes money and uh i think to this day it's still true i mean you still have to be engaging and informative if you can't just be funny you have to thread that needle very carefully um and that's i think we did a pretty good job at that with what we've done here with ty um we're getting near the end of the conversation, Andres. I'm just kind of curious, what's next for the campaign? What's next for Innovation Refunds? Well, we have more Thai work that's going to be rolling out over time, over the next few weeks and months. Um, that will be exciting. Uh, we'll see with the uh, the SAG strike and, mm -hmm. and the WGA, what that means for the future of being able to work with uh, those union members. Not sure, but we do have a uh, and several campaigns ongoing. A lot of it is really highlighting some of our real customers. I think that's a really valuable thing is, is if our, the customer can see themselves reflected. And then that's why I think we, one of the reasons we were sold on ties because he's an actual small business owner. He can give a real testimonial to the process, but it's not necessarily, not everybody sees themselves as Ty Burrell. So we have a, you know, a wide range of different uh, verticals, channels, industries, um, uh, people that come from represent all sorts of walks of lives, cultures, and we want to be able to, to show and have everybody see themselves in our existing small business customers so that, you know, maybe that can open the gates a little bit more. Awesome. Hunter, I, I want to thank you for joining us on Tearsheet Live today. It was a great conversation and good luck with the rest it. of the campaign. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.